Welcome to MMC Radio, brought to you by Maine Medical Center, Maine's leader in patient care, education, and research, all centered around you. Here is our host, Melanie Cole. Winters can be tough. Months of frigid temperatures and heavy snowfall can make daily life difficult, and you can, however, safely maneuver through winter weather by taking some proper precautions, whether you're walking, driving, or shoveling. My guest today is Suzanne Grace. She's the Injury Prevention Coordinator and Child Passenger Safety Program at Maine Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Suzanne. Tell us about some of the most common risk areas for winter that people really need to be aware of. Well, the interesting thing about winter is that it really changes the environment that we live and work in, and it changes what we do throughout the day and how we do it. So some seasonal injuries that occur during the winter time not only have to do with driving, but how we live in our homes and how we function throughout the day. So we're talking car crashes. 24% of the car crashes during the winter are directly related to the weather. Carbon monoxide poisonings increase in the cold weather months because of heating up our vehicles in the garage or using generators or other heat appliances that can introduce carbon dioxide into our homes. And then the surfacing that we're on, the ice, the snow, that can definitely increase our risk of falling as well as additional injuries when we participate in recreational sports. So, Suzanne, if we were to make a list, starting with winter, and things that you would want people to really concentrate on, why don't you start with things like driving, because it can be so hazardous, and make a list for us of things that we should go around our house and our cars and make sure that we have for safety. Absolutely. Well, let's start off with car crashes, because they are the leading cause of death for children, adults. It's a very common occurrence so common that we almost take it for granted when we get in the car because nothing generally will bad bad happens to us or serious enough to uh, cause us to change our behavior. But when we mix icy conditions, snow, with traveling on the roads, it definitely increases our risk of crashing. Uh, So not aside from the crashing, but just preparing for any other type of emergencies that occur in the car. So, for example, first of all, you want to make sure that your vehicle is in adequate condition that, that has tires that are appropriate, not only appropriate for the vehicle, that they're uh, safe, they have enough tread, they don't have any deformities, and that they're properly inflated. So that's an important thing to to feature. The tires are very important on a vehicle. Uh, How is the car in condition otherwise? The battery's charged. Make sure you have at least a half a tank of gas if you're traveling out in the wintertime. You want to make sure in case your car does break down or you are involved in an emergency and you need to stay warm in your vehicle that you have enough gas to keep your car going. And having a first aid kit and also an emergency kit in your vehicle so that you can protect yourself while you're out and about on the road is very important. It's also really important that if you don't have to go out on the road, stay home if you can. Try to reschedule. Look ahead at the weather. You know, follow the advice that the, the professionals give to us about the weather conditions and the road conditions. Because even as good of a safe a driver we may be, it's other people on the road that we need to be aware of as well. And we can't control what they do, so we want to make sure that we're as protected as possible. Um, and that also includes making sure that we reduce our speeds if the road is hazardous. We also want to make sure we give enough distance between the car ahead of us so that we can respond appropriately when stopping. So our car is not going to stop and respond as quickly as it would on a dry surface. So uh, com- some of those common common sense items that 
while it is common sense, people don't think about it until they actually need to do it and realize, like, wow, if I had stayed back a few more car lengths, maybe I wouldn't have impacted that car and had more time to stop. So things like that really make a big difference. Making sure your windshield is clear so you have clear visibility. And, uh, and if you do have to be out there, those are the safe tips to make sure that you're safe, your, your trip is safe and you return home safely. Well, I certainly appreciate the fact that you're saying listen to the people who say don't go out on the road if you don't have to because people say, oh, well, I'm just going to run to Walgreens or that doesn't really apply to me. And then it becomes a real issue for the police. They don't want to have to get you when you have an accident or any of those types of things. So that is really good advice and making sure you have extra warm clothes in your car and that sort of thing. Now, what about shoveling and getting our kids walking if they walk to school, things that we want to think about outside that you sometimes just can't get around doing. Yeah, absolutely. And and making sure that our walkways are clear is definitely going to decrease the risk of falling. And people don't realize how serious a fall is. A fall is the leading cause of death of persons over the age of 65 in, in all conditions. But again, when you add the slipperiness of the wintertime, that just increases that risk of falling. And with children who are already vulnerable for falling because they're still unsteady, they're still a little un, they're, uh, more uh, courageous, I'll say. They are more risk-taking. They don't understand that uh, they need to, you know, follow the, the rules of the road, cross uh, the crosswalks, hold the parents' hand, et cetera. And so as adults, we're responsible for making sure that they're safe. So in order to keep ourselves and our children safe while we're out and about, we want to make sure that we not only we dress in layers so that if we happen to get wet, we're at less risk of getting a, a hypothermia condition or frostbite. So make sure that we're dressed in layers from the, uh, to protect us from the elements. Um, but shoveling, I do, want to, I do want to touch upon that real quick because that is a serious issue with adults especially. Uh, anytime, if, if an adult has any kind of uh, condition, a cardiac condition, a heart condition, they, they need to talk to their doctor before they pick up a shovel. As tempting as it is, they need to make sure that they are safe. And if they are shoveling and they experience any kind of chest pressure, chest pain, or shortness of breath, they need to stop immediately and contact their doctor. There are a number of incidents that happen when shoveling occurs where people uh, don't listen to their warning signs. And unfortunately, heart, heart attacks do occur as a direct result to the physical exertion of, of shoveling. So that's really important as well. Um, aside from that, just keeping yourself, you know, protecting your body from back strains and any kind of other physical stresses from shoveling, making sure that you're not shoveling heavier than you need to, pushing rather than lifting is a better way to remove the snow and reduce your risk of injury. And what would you recommend somebody do if they do fall outside on the ice? Because as you say, the older folks, they fall. It could be very dastardly for them. Kids, we kind of just go and grab them and pick them up and shove them right along. But what if an older person falls? What do you tell them to do? Well, if they, they fall and they, they need assistance because they need to be evaluated of whether they've been injured or not. Uh, 95% of the hip fractures that occur in, peop- in older people are a result of a fall. So we don't want to move someone who's fallen until they've been examined by a medical professional. Of course, if we're outside in the cold, we need to keep them warm and get help as soon as possible to make sure that they're not more injured than they realize. And it's certainly we as passerbys, that as well, that we're not medical professionals. We shouldn't make that determination. We need to get someone on board so that they can determine and transport them to the nearest medical facility if needed. So that's the best tips on that. You know, if they fall, keep them warm, 
but call for help. Uh, don't have them get up and, and try to walk away unless they're in an unsafe area. But if they're, you know, in a safe area, get some help and a medical evaluation. Now, when we think of the winter time and there's storms and ice and the power goes out, what do you want people to have on hand? Because in the summertime, power goes out, so you don't have heat, you know, you don't have air conditioning or lights. But in the wintertime, it could even be a little bit more dangerous. Oh, absolutely, in the wintertime. And, and that's the key to staying in touch with the forecast, uh, being aware of when the storms are predicted so that we can prepare accordingly. Being caught off guard is one of the worst things you want because that is when you increase the risk of of something bad happening to you or your loved one. So being prepared, making sure you have a backup heat source that is cleaned, current, ready to go, and that you are prepared in case you do lose power of what your plan B will be to keep you and your family warm. And if you don't have a backup heat source, then perhaps you need to go maybe to a family, a friend, or a community resource that does have the heat that you need because you you do not want to stay in your house without heat, especially in uh, in in our colder climates when we, we do need to, to stay warm. Um, aside from that, if you do have a backup generator, which many families do nowadays, making sure that you're operating that appropriately, not inside a garage or any closed building or too close to a door or a window where that carbon monoxide can infiltrate into the home. And carbon monoxide is the, it's called the invisible killer because it's odorless, colorless, it's a poisonous gas that can overcome people very quickly, often when they're sleeping. So we want to make sure we keep them, everybody safe in our home by keeping that carbon monoxide outside and not inside our house. So keeping flashlights available because, again, increasing the risk of falls inside the home, visibility is key. If you can't see where you're going, you're more likely going to trip and fall. Uh, make sure you have a cell phone charged, ready to go in case you need to call for emergency. Certainly want to call to let your power company know that your power is out in the area and stocking up to make sure you have the essentials, lots of bottled water or, you know, take some from your tap, set it aside so that you have water because the hydration is incredibly important as well. Thank you so much, Suzanne. In just the last minute here, give us your best advice. Kind of wrap all this great information up for us. Okay, well, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of things we need to consider. And this information isn't to intend for people to be scared or to, you know, like, just stay inside their house and never step outside. But when you take the necessary actions to prevent things from happening, you can enjoy winter without risking an injury. So pre- preparing ahead of time, making sure you and your family have what you need to stay warm, to stay hydrated, to stay fueled, to to uh, stay safe as possible inside your house and outside of your house. So lots of layers. Make sure you have adequate uh, clothing for the winter conditions. Uh, If you are going to participate in recreation activities, make sure you're following the proper safety procedures. And that means if the helmet is recommended for that activity, please wear a helmet. Make sure it's worn appropriately and that it is fitted for that child uh, or that adult. And adults are good models for children. So we want to, they mimic what we do. So we want to be able to do that with skiing, skating, sledding, snowmobiling, snowboarding, whatever whatever activity you may participate in, making sure that your body is protected, especially our brains, because it's the most important part of our body, uh, protected from preventable injuries. And uh, most of all, have fun, enjoy, but make it as safe as possible. Thank you so much. It's great information. You're listening to MMC Radio. For more information, you can go to mainmedicalcenter.org. That's mmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.